0: This is episode number two with Nancy House, principal of CDR San Miguel and founder member of Forbes Global Properties.
1: Welcome to the Premier Journal with our host, José Antonio Quero. José Antonio Quero has been a leader in the hospitality industry for the past 30 years. His knowledge and long experience in this field enables him to bring you the most influential experts in the Mexican tourism industry. Join us as we explore a wide range of subjects, from private luxury homes, art and design, crafts, music, gastronomy, and much more.
0: We're starting the series with our favorite town and my hometown, San Miguel de Allende, in the central Mexico state of Guanajuato. As the series progresses, we will introduce you to other luxury experiences around other magical destinations in Mexico. For this episode, I'm honored to present our real estate expert, Nancy House. Nancy is principal broker for CDR San Miguel with over 35 years experience matching discerning clients with exceptional properties in both the US and Mexico. As a seasoned professional, her expertise, knowledge, and personal integrity exemplify the standard of excellence with which the CDR San Miguel brand is known. With her deep understanding of local culture and tradition, and firmly established position in the San Miguel community, Nancy is able to masterfully navigate the sometimes doting process of buying or selling property in Mexico. She understands acquiring property is a serious consideration and is an expert at meeting the needs of each and every client to warranty a perfect fit. Welcome,
2: Nancy. Thank you, Jose Antonio. What a very, very gracious introduction. That was so nice. I um, have been living in Mexico since the late 90s, 1998. I, I moved here and have loved every moment of it. In fact, I was telling one of my clients this morning that there isn't a day that I wake up in San Miguel and I don't say thank you. I'm so glad it got to be me. I'm so glad I get to live here in this wonderful culture, in this beautiful town of San Miguel. Um, I do love selling real estate. I have enjoyed and had the opportunity to do it both in the United States and here in Mexico, which is, I think, quite a gift um, to be able to do something you love in two different countries, in two different languages, two different currencies, So it's been quite fun. I've enjoyed it.
0: Well, I'm so excited that we're going to talk about luxury real estate. And I would like to start first with, tell us about CDR San Miguel. Okay.
2: Well, like any new company, um, it's always a long, kind of a long and winding road. I uh, met my business partner, Jim Dolan, shortly after I moved here in 1998. He is about 20 years younger um, than I am. He was in his early 30s. I was in my early 50s when I first moved. Don't, don't move here. Don't, don't do the math. Do not do the math. Um, so <laughs> so um, we met and became friends. And when he started doing some developments, um, he asked me to come on and help him with sales and marketing, which I'd had some experience with. I'd worked for a large developer in the United States. So we did that. Then the crash happened um, in, you may remember, in 07, 08. And we kind of turned around and looked at each other because our business had totally fallen over the cliff. And we said, well, what are we going to do now? What will we do now? And Jim and I said, well, let's get into resales. So we did. And a lot of people said, are you guys nuts? This is the worst market that San Miguel has had in any of our memories. And I said, are you kidding? This is absolutely the best time to do it because the only direction we can go is up. We're already at the bottom of the market. So up is is the direction that we will be moving in. So Jim and I started in uh, CDR, literally, uh, in 2009. And we made it through those very, very difficult years and uh, were an affiliate with Christie's International Real Estate for a number of years, which was absolutely wonderful and gave us the opportunity to meet high-end realtors, real estate company owners all over the world uh, with Christie's. we get together, Christie's would have an owner's conference once a year. We know all the the owners in uh, Australia, uh, across Europe, England, uh, Dublin, and of course many in the United States. And this past fall, a group of very high-end realtors, uh, partnered with Forbes to have Forbes Global Properties, and we are one of the founding members. I, not because we're the biggest real estate agent, because with with these guys like Hilton Highland in Los Angeles, I mean, we, we certainly are very small. And uh, Ken Jacobs in Australia, who you know sells like Kate Blanchett's house for twenty three million dollars, we, we're not in that category, but all of those, the big players in real estate globally, really like us. They they love to hear us talk about San Miguel and our enthusiasm. And so they wanted us to be a part of this new Forbes Global Properties. So we're very excited and we're it's very new for us, but it is a great platform, particularly we think for Mexico um, and uh, Mexicans, because we think a lot of Uh, business people really follow Forbes uh, here in in this country along with the United States
0: well I have so many questions to ask I would like to start on those two big names that you just say Christie's and Forbes first with Christie's what I understand about Christie's it's worldwide how come they decide to open uh, this affiliation with you guys in San Miguel de Allende, I, I would really like to know how they, they, they put their attention here.
2: Well, at, at that point, when, when we joined um, Christie's, they had uh, the only affiliation they had was uh, with a company in Monterey. that was the only affiliation here in, in Mexico with Christie's. And they were really interested in opening up uh, this country. San Miguel, as you know, is, um, other than the two coasts, San Miguel is where a lot of Americans and uh, international uh, clients come to to buy property. So they did want an affiliation, and that's why they got in touch with us and wanted us to be a part of their... Um, organization And with Christie's, all of their um, owners of the agencies that belong, we're all affiliates of Christie's. Christie's International Real Estate came into being in about the mid-90s, 1990s, because the owner of Christie's, who owns the Christie's Art House, said, decided that great art belongs in great homes. And so he wanted to begin uh, an international high-end luxury real estate company. Um, and so that's kind of how that um, that started. And then with the Forbes group, because do you know how one, one thing takes you to another thing in life? One step takes you forward to another place. And when you have an opportunity, you have the chance to either take it or, or not. And because we had been with Christie's and because we'd had the opportunity to personally know a, a lot of the big players in real estate throughout the world, um, we were asked to join Forbes at the, kind of at the beginning of this year to, to join Forbes uh, Global Properties. And with Forbes Global Properties, we are a member um, of this organization and it gives us a huge platform. In fact, Forbes magazine has already done an article on what three million two three million four hundred thousand dollars buys you in Mexico, France, and Spain. And they've featured one of our our homes on Soyano um, already in in line with um, two other you know European countries. So we're already San Miguel is already getting a, a big exposure through our Forbes affiliate, and they Forbes gets if if your uh, the people that listen to your broadcast are are impressed with numbers in terms of hits. Forbes gets about a hundred and sixty million hits a month. Well, that leads
0: me to to another uh, question. So. You've been in this market and luxury market for a while, but I would like to learn more about when San Miguel moved into the luxury real estate market, or if it's always been like this.
2: That's kind of. A, let me think about that for a second. That's that's a very very good question. Um, San Miguel, the worldwide l- l- the luxury market, and depending on what location you're in but worldwide luxury is always a million and above. And it was sometime in the early, maybe it was 2001 was the first year that that San Miguel broke a million dollar, sold a million dollar property. Um, So that, I would say that with that as a criteria, San Miguel has been in the luxury market for 20 years, um, but the luxury market here has really exploded. I would say in the last five to six years, um, as we were coming out of the recession of of seven, eight, and nine. You know what? There's a there's a saying about um, if the United States gets cold, Mexico gets pneumonia. We're we're just a little bit behind, and if it happens in the yes. United States. This year, we're gonna get it a couple of years later. So mm-hmm. it took us a little bit longer to get out of the um, the recession of uh, 2007, oh9 But San Miguel's definitely in the luxury market. We have had an incredible six months after the pandemic or during the pandemic of course everything was totally flat nothing was happening and then last fall it was so interesting because we started getting calls and a few people were beginning to move around a little bit people were calling people that had been here before were sitting at home looking on the internet looking for houses uh, we have sold, my company and others in San Miguel have sold more homes this year to people that have never walked in them, have just bought a home online than ever before. In January of this year, I sold a house. It was not my buyer. It was the, uh, another agent's buyer, but uh, a listing that was a of 1300000 a couple from LA bought the house. Not only had they never been in the house, they'd never been to San Miguel. That is a big wow! Wow, <laughs> to spend uh, a lot of money and never even been here. But it was very interesting. They were a lovely couple, and we had the opportunity to FaceTime with them several times. You know, showing them the house and then talking with them. But They said, well, from L.A., I can get to San Miguel in three hours. We had always thought that we would buy a house in Europe, but I don't really think I want to get on another nine-hour flight. And I can be in San Miguel in three hours, have a European feel um, that I'm really somewhere else, somewhere different. And um, yet this couple is still working and yet we can continue to work remotely while we're there because there's only a two hour time difference, as opposed to if you're in Europe and there's a seven or eight hour time difference. So those were their reasons for buying remotely. And um, it's just it's been an amazing year with people coming out of the pandemic.
0: Okay, now that leads me to another question. We're talking about you know someone buying a house in central Mexico, in San Miguel de Allende, versus going to Europe. I totally understand the easy way to connect from LA or whatever in the US to San Miguel de Allende in a short flight, instead of flying seven to 10 hours in another part of the world. Right. But why buying and not renting?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's a good question. Now, my business is sales, so I'm always um, involved in convincing you to buy um, as opposed to rent. But particularly in San Miguel, there's an easy answer to that because the cost to carry or the cost to own a property in San Miguel is very low. Everything here is cash. So in other words, if you're buying a million dollar house, you're, you're, you've got a million dollars cash that you're paying for it. So your house, you're not holding a mortgage or anything like that. Property taxes are not high here. The, uh, the cost to maintain your home is, is very low. And so many people that in the United States are kind of middle to high net worth people see the advantage of this is a great place to put their money for a number of years and then they can sell and sell it at, at a higher rate than at a higher price than when they bought it. So that's one of the reasons and a lot of people do rent their homes and so it's, a, it's an income producing so you can actually for, for many people that rent their homes here, over the course of a year, you can rent it enough that you pay for the expenses. So it's basically kind of like a, a wash of ownership, and you get to come here on vacation for free, minus or minus.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's. I think that's pretty important because that way, it's not only to have an investment; it's also something that you can use and as a bonus you can rent it and pay all the expenses through the year. I think that's, that's amazing. Now, I'm going to ask a little tough question, and, and it's just with the idea of understanding a little bit more of the luxury real estate market. Is San Miguel de Allende luxury real estate for everyone?
2: Well, personally, I think if you can afford it, absolutely. It's for everyone. the 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 reasons people come to San Miguel are the climate, the community, the culture, the colors, and the cost. Um, is that what you're asking me?
0: Well, yes. The reason that I was asking you that is because sometimes. Uh, yes, of course, if you can afford it, you're welcome, but sometimes are people are looking for specific things while buying property or investing in a country or or whatever they decide to do that. Uh, for example, wh- whoever wants to buy a property at the beach in Mexico, you have the north, which is Los Cabos, and the south, which is Cancun and Tulum. And then the rest of the Pacific for someone that is more into detail of looking for that. But they are looking for a specific area. Now, in the case of Central Mexico, you will correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that San Miguel is the only place with all these characteristics that it makes him so easy to make the decision on investing against this order to uh, big places, which is the beach in the north and the
2: south. Right. I I have sold houses um, in San Miguel to people who have owned either individuals or couples that have owned property at the beach before. Um, particularly a lot of Canadians tend to come down. Uh, Canadians that live uh, on the West Coast, like Vancouver, Whistler, that part of Um, Canada, tend to kind of go down to Baja, directly south, and buy property. And to those those people that have become clients of mine in San Miguel said that, you know, they love living on the beach. But what happened was, after a while, they found themselves doing the exact same thing every day. Get up. In the morning, have a cup of coffee, go walk on the beach, come back, do stuff on the internet, have lunch, take a nap, go walk on the beach again, come back, have a drink, go to dinner, um, then go to sleep, get up the next day, go walk on the beach, come back, get it out, you know, kind of Groundhog Day thing. And um, But they loved coming to San Miguel because truly this is the town that you can't do everything there, San Miguel offers so much. It's all kinds of interests. If you're interested in horseback riding, there's all levels of horseback riding. If you're a golfer, we have two really nice golf courses. If you, uh, you know, whatever your interest would be, if you're interested in getting involved in a charity, there's lots of charitable work here. And then the culture of just the people, because there's so many, um, particularly expats, that live here from all over, some from Europe, some from all over the United States, West Coast to East Coast, middle of the country. Um, so there's a big variety of people to interact with and activities to get involved in from opera. Um, John Bills, a client of of mine years ago, started an opera concorso here and the music is just spectacular once or twice a year. There's a chamber music festival. Um, Susan Page who lives here has a literary festival uh, once a year. and So there's just all kinds of activities to keep us interested and and active. Uh, My some of my favorite selling points about living in San Miguel is, I think it is an incredibly healthy place to live. We move around a lot. We walk here. It's a walking town. Um, We live in fresh air. All of our homes are open to the air. We live with the windows and the doors open. We live in kind of the breadbasket of Mexico. I remember coming to Mexico when I first came and I was having, and I said, oh, this is what broccoli tastes like. Who knew? Because in the <laughs> United States, all of our food is plucked in from somewhere. And, you know, broccoli here, as, as you know, Jose Antonio, sometimes you could be driving down the highway and some broccoli has fallen off. Some fresh broccoli has fallen off the street into the highway. <laughs> we literally live with right. fresh, fresh food. I, right now, it's mangoes. I mean, right this minute, the mangoes are absolutely spectacular. I called my sister and said, you know, you need to come, you and, and Andy, her husband, I said, you need to come down here right now just to eat mango, because it doesn't taste like the mango you buy in the United States. This is fresh, fresh, fresh. So that's those are some of the reasons I love to, to live here and, and some of the reasons I love to talk to others about my San Miguel experience, which of course becomes everyone's San Miguel experience.
0: And talking about that San Miguel experience, where do you see San Miguel in the next 10 years from now?
2: (sighs) Hmm. Now that's a really good question. And... um, I'm going to have to consult my crystal ball. Just give me a minute. I'm going to... (laughs) Got it. Got it. (laughs) I I will tell you, um, I am extraordinarily bullish on San Miguel. I've always been bullish on San Miguel. What I can tell you, and I know for sure, is 10 years, it's a blip in San Miguel, it's a a batting of your eyelashes in San Miguel time. This town's been here for 500 years. It's not going anywhere in 10 years. The colors are the same. The, the, The city has changed because of the number of people, the number of expats that are here. It's gotten to be infinitely more sophisticated in 20 years, but the colors are the same. The cobblestones are the same. The architecture is wonderful. The culture is still here. You know, they, they have the same parades and processions that they've been having for 300 years here every year, whether it's for Easter or the, the Locos, even, um, or the Day of the Dead. Um, it's it's just a rich, rich place to live. So San Miguel in 10 years is going to be even more fabulous than it is today, regardless of what happens in the rest of the universe. I think San Miguel is a special place. It's magic, and the magic will continue forever.
0: Well, I was about to ask you what will be your perfect day in San Miguel? But I think you just give a lot of information. (laughs) Would you like to share that?
2: What my perfect day is?
0: Yes, in San Miguel de Allende, what will be your perfect day?
2: Um, you know, my, I'm a little different than a lot of people. Uh, my perfect day is um, getting up, working out with my uh, very, very hard, strong, difficult uh, trainer. Um, so I love getting up and working out with the morning. <laughs> Um and I love my job. I love my working with my agents and helping them with any situations that they have coming up with their clients. I love dealing with my own clients and and talking with them. I have had the great privilege and honor of selling I have sold the same house four times. I mean, there's there's a particular house, one house that I have sold four different times. Um, I have clients that I have sold two and three houses to uh, over the course of time. Wow. Um, and to me, that is such a compliment uh, b- because, you know, there, it's, I'm, I'm not the only restaurant in town, um, so you, you could choose someone else, but I have clients that I have worked with that choose to, to continue to work with me, um, again, because a lot of people will come and buy a small, like a two-bedroom something, and then say, after two years, say, you know, I really need something bigger, Nancy. What do you think we can find out there? So that's part of my perfect day, is dealing with my clients. Um, the other part of my very, very perfect day um, is uh, spending some time with my daughter and her husband, and uh, maybe having a drink with them in the afternoon. <laughs> and, um, so I'm very fortunate that uh, my daughter lives here, so that's, that's a, a great gift for me. Uh, so that's definitely um, my kind of perfect day to walk out, To wake up and interact with my, um, my trainer first um, because she keeps me strong and healthy. And then um, my clients and my agents and my family.
0: Well, after knowing and understanding all these activities that you do, not only for a perfect day, I definitely understand where you get all this energy to do all these things, and also still be smiling and and, and wonderful, and keep the passion of something that you like to do. I I definitely admire your work, I admire you, and I'm very honored to have you here in the show.
2: Thank you, I have enjoyed I have enjoyed being here. This has been a fun conversation. If you want to talk again, maybe we can talk about a little bit about the buying process in Mexico or the selling process. I love to give people tips on what to do to get ready to sell their house. Um, And then the process, the literal process of buying for some, particularly for expats, it's a little daunting to consider buying a house in a foreign country. So that's that's a fun a fun topic to talk about well
0: we'll definitely are gonna do it thank you so much i i definitely look forward to hear for all those tips and i'm sure a lot of people would like to learn more about that but as for now thank you so much thank you so much for for giving us your time you're so welcome we want to thank you so much for listening to this conversation if you enjoy it and would like to hear more, check out the link in the podcast description. If you want to learn more about our guests, find their information below. My name is José Antonio Quero, and this is The Premier Journal.
1: Special thanks to Maru Garrido, production. Wally Wilson, musical production. Lorenzo Molina, musician. Maritere Dovarganes, Introduction Voice Over. Sponsor, Premier San Miguel. The key to exclusiveness.